Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication. And for the first time as Dan's co-host, I'm Bailey Merzik, also with the Department of Communication. Today, we're going to highlight one of the ways that the organization is improving its safety culture. Now, before we get into that conversation, be sure you take a few minutes to go back and get caught up on any episode of The Wrap you may have missed, including last week's show on the new state-of-the-art music studio at Mock. You can find all episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. They can also be found on the Michigan Medicine YouTube channel and as part of the headlines we can review. And with that, let's bring in Debbie Collar. She is an administrative manager at Mott, and she's one of the organization's safety coaches who are helping to shape a high reliability culture across Michigan medicine. Debbie, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. My name is Debbie Kohler. I'm uh, the CNW General Imaging Manager, uh, and I'm also a high reliability safety coach for Michigan Medicine. So how long have you been a safety coach? So I started the HRO Safety Reliability Coach Program during the first rollout um, when the University of Michigan leadership asked for volunteers in the Children's and Women's Hospital. There were a total of 10 of us who were trained in October of 2021. And what does your work at, or any work as a safety coach look like? A safety coach work includes being alert and aware of all that's going on around me and actively listening to what's happening in all the areas in the radiology unit. If, for example, I see or hear something that's potentially unsafe for patients or employees, I work with other teams to make improvements to reinforce the HRO skills and tools. So I know a lot of this you know, safety work is tied with the high reliability initiative that's going on at Michigan Medicine. What are some of the ways that you reinforce HRO universal skills for those you coach? I use repetition because it's the best way to change behaviors. The more you talk about something and give examples, the more it's going to stick. People remember better through repetition. Uh, to do this, I send out newsletters every other month and I have staff meetings in between. I include a section of an HRO section in both the newsletter and the staff agenda. And I add a different topic each time. And I use the examples that my staff give me because they like to see their good deeds are noticed. And if it seems like the more I share their stories, the more they want to be involved with the patient safety. I was just going to actually say, if you could expand a little bit upon that about good need, good deeds being noticed, I think it's important. I know one of the HRO skills talks about you know, a, a certain number of positive reinforcements versus negative reinforcements. And a lot of times people just hear the negative coming at them when they do something wrong. Can you just expand upon that a tiny bit? Yeah, so um, I feel like if I use their examples, the, the examples that they, you know, they do the work every day. Uh, for example, they make sure they have the correct patient, they're doing the correct exam. Um, you know, they are watching out for things that are potential hazard, hazards to patients or employees. Um, and they bring that to, to my attention when I ask them, you know, what sort of things, uh, or if I see them do these things, I reinforce the good deeds that they did. And they, they really like that. But when they share their stories um, with me and when I share them with the group as a whole, they seem to really enjoy uh, the recognition there. And because of that, they, they enjoy sharing more, it seems like. 
why do you think safety coaches are so important at our organization specifically? Being a safety coach is an important. It's really important for Michigan Medicine because we translate, we teach, we observe, we coach, we, we report data related to our universal skills to drive habit formation and sustainability of our new behaviors. Without a coach to help guide others in this direction, the work we do every day can become mundane, which is when accidents happen. And having a coach to motivate people to pay attention and teach people how to use the high reliability skills and tools helps, it's gonna help reduce preventable harm and to our patients and to our employees. Now, I know that there's currently 24 safety coaches across uh, the organization at this point. Where do you see the safety coach program going in the future as it continues to grow? So the program is growing. Yes, we do. We currently we're in the second phase of the coaching program, uh, the Children's and Women's Hospital and UMMG Ambulatory Care agreed to participate in the second cohort of the program. So there's 16 additional frontline staff that were trained in April of 2022. So both cohorts right now are, um, of coaches are meeting together monthly and the program is currently planning uh, with segment leadership for fiscal year 23. And I believe it's just gonna keep on growing. All right, and finally, for anyone who's listening and might be interested in becoming a safety coach, um, what is the process that you have to go through for that? So to become a safety coach, um, there is an application that you can, you can receive if you contact the HRO training website, or you can contact um, the program lead, which is Katherine Thompson. Um, there is some training. Uh, there is, I believe it's um, virtual and in class right now, they have both, but I went through all virtual training. Um, the uh, team is always happy to respond to any clarifying questions about the HRO journey, the awareness training, and or the HRO safety and reliability coach program. And for those who are interested, I, I would assume that it doesn't really matter what your role is currently in the clinical environment. Is that correct? That's correct. They are uh, looking for uh, uh, frontline staff mostly to um, because they're out there on the, on the units and on the floors with the, the employees and the patients. So it is nice to have the frontline staff involved. Um, they are looking for teams, uh, two for each department to um, help one another during the training and uh, in the units. Outstanding. Well, thank you so much, Debbie, for sharing your insight on the Safety Coach Program. Now we're gonna keep you around a little bit longer and learn more about you. It's time for the lightning round when we ask our guests four quick fire questions that they haven't seen before. Are you ready to go? Yes. All right. How and why did you get started in the healthcare field in the first place? So I um, enjoy working with people mostly and I thought healthcare would be one of the best ways for me to interact with people. I. Um, have always, I've had younger brothers that I took care of when they were sick, and I always thought that I would become a nurse, but that changed, and I have two other sisters that are nurses, but I decided to go into the uh, technology uh, imaging avenue instead of becoming a nurse. That's awesome. Now, if you weren't in healthcare, what would be your dream job? 
if I weren't in healthcare, I would probably be a, a gardener or a florist because I love uh, flowers. <laughs> and the summer is coming to an end. Was there any highlight that you had from the past few months that has stood out to you um, away from work? Yes, I learned how to drive my 25 foot um, crown line boat for the first time. Wow. And I, I was very intimidated at first, but I, my husband said, just try it. And I got behind the wheel and I did it. And he did a video of me driving it. I was so excited. And you now probably watch that video over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the coolest place you took the boat? Uh, Torch Lake. Awesome. Nice. My favorite right. place. That's great. All right. So Friday is National Dog Day. Do you have any pets? And if so, how many and what kind? I have one dog. Uh, she's a Shitu Bichon. Her name is Sally. All right. And that is it for the speed round. Thank you so much, Debbie, for bringing a great sport today for us. If our listeners want to learn more about safety coaches and the important work they're doing at Michigan Medicine, go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. While you're there, you can check out other featured stories from this past week, including a look at a new program at the Franco Cardiovascular Center that's designed to diversify the future ranks of healthcare professionals. And there was the remarkable story of an emergency physician who has helped enhance trauma care in Ukraine during their ongoing war. And all that and more at mmheadlines.org. All right, Bailey, now dedicated rap listeners may realize that yes, you are co-hosting the show for the first time, but this isn't actually your first time on the show. Can you tell our listeners and viewers who you are and what your role is now at Michigan Medicine and maybe a little bit about why you were on the show last year? Yeah, so last summer, I was an intern here at Michigan Medicine. I worked in the internal communications department. Um, I worked with you, Dan, a lot and a lot of the other awesome uh, staff. And I got to be a guest and be interviewed. And um, with a broadcasting background, I was so excited when I was told I was going to be on here. And I was told I was going to be on here again. Now I'm um, an employee in the matrix between the quality department and the internal communications department. Um, I'm a communication specialist and um, getting to host it with you two now is really exciting. So uh, glad to be back and um, have gotten to work on a lot of different fun things, especially working with Debbie and learning about all the amazing safety coach work that we've been doing here at Michigan Medicine. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we're Thrilled to have you now as a full-time member of the team. And I know actually you'll be back co-hosting rap next week. So our loyal listeners will get to see a lot of you moving forward. Um, all right, it's time for the weekly trivia contest. Last week, we asked listeners, how many offices and labs were represented at this year's Research Palooza celebration? The answer was more than 50. Congratulations to Carly Hendy, who sent in the correct answer. Now for this week's question, here's Bailey. This week's question is, CVC's recent program brought students from which Detroit high school to campus to learn about healthcare careers. Once again, CVC's recent program brought students from which Detroit high school to campus to learn about healthcare careers. You can find the answer in this week's headline story. And once you know it, send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for the chance to win a prize. All right. That's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much, Debbie, for joining us today. And thanks, as always, to all of our listeners and viewers for everything you do for patients, families, and each other. We'll see you next week.